Hello and welcome to a continuation of the week 13 episode of The Jude. We'll call it week 13.5. Long overdue, fastest 69 seconds, and maybe just a little bit of idle chit-chat with some recurring guests there shortly thereafter. Um, I'm going to be your host, as you know. We'll go through it all. Bing, bang, boom. Former champion, 2020, Carlito South Beach in the hizzy. And without further ado... Here we go. This game was a Tyler Lockett from the beginning. Edwards rode their short gusts on his way to a single point, but that didn't matter because Christian McCaffrey McCucked Jake Buck on his way to 29. And Tyler Lockett and Garrett Wilson took after their managers and laid down the double dog Eiffel Tower DP tag team of the century as they combined for a 50 burger. CTTB, Charlie Top Donnie Bottom for some of our slower listeners, smoked that Evan Ingram on the way to the dub. On the other side, Jake Buck is officially out of luck and out of the playoffs. It's a good thing he made a smart, calculated, and beneficial trade to add Jamal Will I Ams to his roster to help Black Guy beat the shit out of his Week 14 opponent and avoid the Sacco. CTTV 130, Jake Buck 97. We head to South Florida, where Gray Bean can't handle Amon Ra St. Brown. Gray Bean can't handle Amon Ra St. Brown. And Blake blew the whistle, baby, whistle, baby, on Gray's dominance in the second half of the season. Blake's playoff chances at this point are low, 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 low. But hey, I heard he was a wild one. Balake, 103. Gray Bean, 86. Yo, shit, buddy. Really going in on the flow right of puns there. I like it. He's your favorite, I know. <laughs> Philip may have the worst self-awareness in the league. He continues to keep the team name, your team is Buns, and then routinely gets his teeth kicked in every week. Meowitz Jenkins did their best Oprah impression. You get a 20. You get a 20. Everybody gets a 20. As Jacobs, Swift, CD, and the Cowboys D all put up 20 points. Thank God these guys had good days because Jalen, waddle baby, waddle baby, waddle baby, waddle baby, dropped one point and Dawson Johnny Knox said, Watch me perform this stunt. I'm going to shit my pants and run around a football field for 60 minutes <laughs> and not catch a single pass. Phil, on the other hand, will be fighting for his life next week to avoid the sacko as well. Meow, meow. 113. His team is Buns. 91. We take it to the home of Talladega. As Palmer traveled to Alabama to take on Jenkins. This matchup wasn't worth a velvet painting of a gator and a tiger getting it on. 
Palmer knows in this league, if you ain't first, you last. As Jenkins' playoff hopes are as invisible as the fire that was on Ricky Bobby. He can kiss the rest of this season goodbye like Jean Girard. Billy Napier, 135, Hugh Freeze, 101. Scary Terry popped off in this next matchup. Even with Nick's chub shriveling up to a little stub on his way to just eight points. His receivers were on Scary Terry hours with McLaurin, JJ, and Darius Slay Queen going for 60. Cole, how I commit your mother, added to, the, added to the onslaught with 13. But with a QB room of Kirk, probably bangs his cousins, and Mark is about to get benched Mariota, his situation is everything but stable going into the playoffs. Ben, on the other hand, took the L per usual and proceeded to sell the farm to try to salvage a win next week and avoid the sacko. Welcome to the league, you jackass. Scary Terry 113, Shot Robinson's 96. jackass. Some spread. We are in the land of pirates, where Bass comes home to the tourism hotspot of Fernandina to take on Wynn. Speaking of tourism, Wynn found himself smack dab in the middle of an Eiffel Tower, held together by Jalen Hurts My Mouth and AJ In My Brown. Bass also traveled. He traveled to and subsequently conquered Mount Everett and that bastard King Henry. Bass wins a shootout, but the real battle now is win against Donnie for who is definitely the most chill dude all the time and never freaks out. Bass, 161. Win. Take it easy, man. 122. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. Henry, I'm sorry for being so mean to you. <laughs> Henrado got a dog? Uh? Samaje, I got a PP, Ryan. <laughs> drop 20. And Josh, hand drop. You guys are welcome for that one. Put up a baker's dozen. Henry's newfound life might be too little too late, but he'll have a chance to fight to stay out of last place next week. Meanwhile, let Russ Cook, whose name doesn't even apply to the roster anymore, shit the bed. Amari Cooper dropped a pooper. And the rest of Hayward's team didn't help. Dontrell Hilliard continued to play like Nassau County Hilliard. Hardly relevant, always disappointing, and probably going to be driving a truck for a living if he keeps this shit up. Hayward may have lost this week, but at least he's in the playoffs. Brady kisses little boy 105. Let Russ Cook 81. Let's ride. Nice one, Tej. <laughs> Appreciate it, Boom. What? <laughs> and that was your fastest 69 seconds. Uh, episode 11, <coughs> week 13 of the Jude. Boys, welcome on. I don't know if you heard chiming in in the background there, uh, but we got uh, David Bebelster and uh, and and Chicken Scott. Ching- guys, how you doing? Ray champion, Chicken Scott. Uh, that's doing great, you know. Uh, possible regular season champion coming in here. We'll see. That's right. That's right. David's team has been on a bit of a tear. Um, just absolutely dominating, making my fraudulent claims from early in the season just seem absolutely ludicrous. Factual. 
factual, absolutely fraudulent. Charlie, no. I, really, I really like the take, and uh, let's keep it going. That's right. That's right. Well, the world needs Skip Bayless's too. <laughs> you know, it's if if nobody ever got dunked on, we wouldn't have cool posters. <laughs> so, uh, I can only hope it comes down to to David against Charlie and Donnie in the playoffs. But based on current seating, uh, only way that'll happen will be in the final, I believe. Well, we pick our seating, so David might. Oh, this is guys. true. Yeah, I, I think it's a big homer. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Um, also, I don't know why I'm even talking about it because uh, Palmer locked it up this week. Um, based I, on based on the way some people feel, it's we should probably just turn off sleeper and uh, and give Palmer <laughs> the money and the trophy now. Yeah, you know, some people were really really butthurt about the trade that I made this week, <laughs> but uh, hey, not going to name names. Um, <laughs> so I'm not suck up. I and know. I think that if anybody else were in my position, they would do it too. And no, no rules were broken. Uh, everybody had a fair shot at these players, but I was the one that came out with them. So, you know, really, you know it's like insider uh, trading. You know, once one person does it, it opens the doors. And boy, do those trades flood in. I'll hey. be the first to say that Palmer wins this year. Complete asterisks. No, no, no way. Complete <laughs> at all. You know, I, I, maybe the league has a flaw in it, and maybe I leveraged that flaw to my advantage, but... I didn't break any rules. It was a mutually beneficial trade. Both of the trades uh, were mutually let beneficial. Me, were let, me, let, me, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. And Palmer, this has been the critical misstep by you throughout this entire process. If you had made that trade and immediately just owned up and said, I know this is an absolute greaseball trade, but it's within oh, the hey, rules so up. you guys can suck it. That, I think that would have honestly gone over a lot smoother than you trying to act like this is some kind of like uh, – Big fair trade. I, you know, I think from the get go, you guys could have just said, suck it. I made this trade and you didn't cry haters. But uh, instead, you're like, well, actually, both parties do very well. All right. Maybe, maybe slightly greaseball, but I think, I think the problem with the rest of the league is that they're getting hung up on on names. They're getting hung up on names. If you take the two players and com- compare them over what they've done for the first 13 weeks of the season, which is you're doing let's, the, let's not act like that's a small sample size. You're doing right? the that's thing a, again. You're doing the I'm thing doing again. It again. Hey, no, no, no. I, 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 I preface this with yes, it was a little bit of a greaseball trade, but hey, they're averaging the same same exact amount of points, and you could argue that Jonathan Taylor's situation is worse than Jamal Williams. Uh, I'll just say that, and. It's not like it's a, a one like a, a one sided thing. Like Chase benefits that I benefits mutually beneficial trade. It's allowed under the current league rules. I don't understand why people are like I, I get why people are getting butt hurt about it. But if you're going to come out and say that it needs to be completely annulled and we need to cancel the trade, I, no, I, I don't understand that. It's not like I did anything illegal. I did. It was completely within the league rules. Let's let's grow up a little bit, you know. Your your defense is basically the equivalent of being like, yeah, I put Molly in the cup, but Chase got free Molly out of it. No, I don't. So I don't. See, even, fair I don't square. See, I don't see where you draw that comparison whatsoever. <laughs> oh, it comes through. It comes through for sure. Uh, look, the other thing is this. Honestly, the reaction just reeks of. Uh, like Jonathan Taylor is going to drop 
three points first week of the playoffs and Palmer is oh, going to absolutely sure it absolutely does it's probably <laughs> come back and bite me in the ass I said yeah but, I said we're going to so you know what the, re- the reaction also reeks of the reaction reeks of Wynn was trying to do the same shit but just couldn't get it done that's what I think that's what I smell so you're talking about bad GM yeah maybe David said maybe he's a bad GM maybe he is I don't know I'm not saying that that's, that's David's words but it reeks to me of Somebody was attempting to do this, failed, and then got mad that somebody else did it. Well, it's something that will be addressed in the offseason for sure. And I know Wynn's going to get on the pod here at some point and, and give his piece. But, uh, oh, no, I mean, it's eventful. I'm glad. I'll tell you what. I'm glad everybody cares. It's great theater. I'm glad I get to manage these boys. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and, and everybody deserves to have a strong opinion. Everybody cares a lot about this league. Um, that's what it was put in place for, and and clearly it's doing that. You know, it's it's uh, we got hot takes, hot opinions on both sides, um, and we we keep moving forward, we keep evolving, keep getting better every single time, every single season. So uh, at least at least we got that going for us. Uh, Jenkins, David Palmer, y'all got anything else? I mean, on the topic, I'm thinking trade deadline between week 12 and 13 is the way to go. It allows trades for as much of the season as we can, but with two weeks out kind of avoid any um any suspicious trades like the one we just saw i tend to agree i tend to agree with that oh wait we got another guest close by she's been wanting to make an appearance yes primarily the first and foremost thing we are here for is to watch trevor lawrence and the boys get the first dub in nashville and what Eight nine games. Introduce so your guests. Introduce yep. your guests, numb nuts. Who was that? Well, who was who? Oh, that was Sally. I <laughs> know it was Sally. Fan, Sally Swing. This is for the millions of people who tune in and aren't uh, intimate with the intricacies of our friend group. <laughs> hey, well, I want David to give a summary of his team because he hasn't been on the pod yet, and we've obviously been talking a lot of shit about David's team throughout the year. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of summary to go on here, to be honest. It's uh, pretty Josh Jacobs heavy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think of all people, Wynn should know the best about that. Um, you know, it's pretty tough. When, you know, when, by the time Wynn listens to this, he's going to probably be thinking about swinging from the Raptors. So, um, really, nothing else to say about my team. I would uh, continue that they are fraudulent, and I uh, love the hatred. So, let's just keep it going. Well, there you have it, folks. Guaranteed 2022 champion David Beal. No way he's blowing this one. Uh, we we reverse cursed him into being this good, and by God, we will reverse curse him out of the playoffs. So help me God. <clears throat> uh, well, fellas, if that's all we got, I'll let y'all get back to it. Enjoy Nash Vegas. Uh, Sally, I hope you really uh, enjoy those 40 to $50 cocktails. Make sure you order plenty of those on Jenkins' tab. Uh, he doesn't care about it. He'll pay for them all. In fact, go ahead and get one for me and just pour it out on the floor. I'll taste it. Don't worry. Charlie, before I go, I got one more quick suggestion. So, as you know, we, we select our like playoff seating. I think it needs to be a live selection on the podcast. Top four seeds come on and select who they're going to play. In the same podcast. I love that. I like that in fact, like that. I could really push it. Might try to get all eight seeds on 
uh, just so we can get some responses in live time. But yeah, college football playoff selection show style. I like that. I'm booking it. That's going in Perfect. in concrete. Love it. Love See, it. Well, who that, says that we can't probably... do? Who says we can't do midseason rule changes? Look at us. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. That's all. That's all you got from us three. So. All right. Appreciate the time, fellas. Jenkins, I hope you enjoyed my song selection last pod. Anyways, peace. All right. Times are hard.